0: Alrighty, this is episode three of Lead Bite, and today I'm going to uh, call this episode "Is Vision What You Hold?" Is Vision What You Hold? So, I, I remember um, uh, these certain moments of, of of working in the last few months, and and uh, when you work with different kinds of people, you get different kinds of personalities, and and it's funny when when sometimes people lose something. And you think, oh, where is it? you're gonna to try to look for it everywhere and you realize that you're just holding it in your hand or other times you're holding something and you have no idea why you're holding. you actually forget why or maybe you're I remember I was driving my brother to work the other day and um or to school and I had no idea where I was going. I totally forgot where I was driving to. I even was supposed to stop at Starbucks and uh, drove right past it because I totally forgot. But today I want to talk about this this main idea, um, and I want I want to say it this way that the vision we hold together is the vision we change for um I've been challenged to think about vision the last few months to working with a brand new team um in a very different context constantly thinking about well, what does team look like and and what does Uh, the role of vision look like and how is vision personalized and how is vision presented and and what are we lacking in the journey of integrating uh, our our personhood in with the vision and with each other and the steps that we take and i was thinking how um vision i i'm kind of bringing it down to these these three ideas um and, and i'll say it this way that vision is defined vision is built and vision is reflected that That the first one, vision is defined. It, it asks the question, "Where are we?" I was having a, a dinner a couple weeks ago with a buddy of mine, and it was the first time we'd ever actually gone out to dinner, so it was kind of nice. and I, I mentioned this idea that that I, I I've noticed in the last number of years working in different organizations and how um it is more common than not that there is dysfunction with an organization or a team. And I was seeing and 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 frustrated with why aren't people asking the question where are we? What why why aren't why aren't we taking enough time to pause? And so when we define vision, it's about pausing in the right spots before you go too far. When you, anyone who has taken any kind of road trip knows you got to check. Double check, triple check all the information, whether you've got all of your socks or your towels or you know you, you have a kid in the car and you're not leaving him um, at the house like Kevin McAllister uh, in home alone, right? Like you've got to make sure that you pause in the right spots or maybe you're driving somewhere and you got you you go to on a vacation all the time every year with your family or you've got a a, a cottage that you go to and, and you know the exact spots you constantly go back to again and again to pause. The challenge is that vision is difficult if we don't pause. It's difficult if we don't define where we are or else we can go too far, too fast without actually identifying what the problem is that we are solving. Uh, what is it that uh, is important to us in the journey? I also think of it when, uh, when I was younger that um, my dad always wanted us to learn how to play golf. Um, for, for professional reasons and just for fun, and he did as a as a teenager. And and I I remember this one time. Um, there's this movie called a uh, um, uh, Happy Gilmore, I believe. And um, it, in this um movie, I think it was with Adam Sandler, and and, he, and he's he's like this hockey player that plays golf. And there's this this technique he has where he runs up to to the ball, um, and and then he hits it he He doesn't stand and and pause and wait and get his technique right. He just runs up to the ball and hits it. And so I tried to do this once, and, and I broke my dad's um golf club that was a couple hundred dollars. and And it made me think about how this this idea of how vision is difficult if we don't pause, that vision is something that needs to be defined because your posture has the potential to break your progress. How you start um, really does matter. And how you start. To prepare yourself um, makes you um, or p- positions you in the most optimum place you can um, to go forward and to know what you're doing before you jump in. The next portion of uh, this idea of vision is built is is that we are not just individuals um, amidst other people. We are individuals within a collective And, 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 and vision is built in the sense that moving vision requires individuals to take actionable responsibility within a collective. And in the church world, we often call this fellowship or communion where, where we come together as a body, as, as a group, as a collective uh, to be able to come alongside each other. And, and in a sense, take responsibility over each other's lives to a varying degree uh, where we are inviting each other in with, with uh, keeping us accountable or challenging us or teaching us. And I think about how vision is built. But vision is broken without responsibility. We we have to take responsibility not just over our role and, and not just our own expectations of, of how we think others should be doing things or, or, or what they really should be doing. Um, but we have to take actions uh, that move things forward by taking responsibility and still helps us to grow and maintain the branches of others in our lives and in our team. There's a book called The Outward Mindset by the Arbinger Institute and I read it a couple months ago. And the whole point of it asks the question uh, it, it not even asks the question looks at um, how do we live with an outward mindset in the sense of asking the question what do um, our uh, what does our boss, what do our, our customers, our team and our peers? What do they, um, what are they challenged by? What are they in need of? And what um, are they, what are their objectives? What are the objective needs and challenges of the people around you? And how could you actually, actually take actionable responsibility within that? How is it that maybe you could make their job easier? Or how could you change for the people alongside you? Vision is bo- broken without responsibility. The hard part, though, is that um, proximity requires precision. Like getting close to people. Sometimes people get close to you in a team. And, and, and uh, I remember being at a young adult group once, and there's this game where you all go on a tarp. There's like eight people on this tarp. And you got to get super, super close, and you got to go from one end of the gym to another. And you have to get super close and, and, and okay with the fact that people are not going to move the way that you want them to move. But you got to get close. And proximity requires precision because there's such small steps that we have to take within a collective to be able to go far. And we got to course correct. And in the same light of what I asked earlier but where are we where vision is defined where vision is built we are reflecting actions within a collective taking responsibility over ourselves and others becoming a team and saying it's not just about me it's it's how can i serve you what do you need how, how can my life add value to yours and yours to mine and the hope is that that those types of actions build trust and and with trust you can actually do things Without trust, you, you, really, you really can't build very much. The, the third one is that vision is reflected. So vision is defined, visions built, and vision is reflected. And this goes back to the main idea that the vision we hold together is a vision that we change for. I bet maybe you have an idea of what your life should look like, could look like, if one thing or another happened. If something was taken out of your life, if something uh, if someone was something was brought into your life, that that maybe you would be at the most optimum self, if something could change. And so the vision we hold is the vision we change for. A, a great vision will reflect a destination of great change. But see, vision is resistible. But even if resistible. Vision is resistible, that doesn't mean that it's not unattainable. Vision might be resistible, but it's not necessarily unattainable. When there's things that we have to change for, there's certain capacities that we have, and and, and what we know is that, that potential always has a starting capacity. And so if we're going to be changing for a destination or changing for something that matters together i i would i would ask the question what what are you afraid of um what are you not understanding about the image that we have the vision that we have the destination that we have and 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 really gathering what it what it looks like to shift our role to become people that can serve better that uh, as i say it for myself to be a body that extends the arms of others see it, it, this vision that we reflect is, is it's it's not what we hope for it's what we hold for it, it's not the things that we hold to hope for it, it's not the things that we hope for as a potential dream because we change for what we hold, but we dream for what we hope. And that's why what we hold for is more important. Is vision what you are actually holding? Have you forgotten what you're holding? Have you forgotten the meaning of what you're holding? And this goes in the question about boundaries. And and and, and when you read the uh, one of the books I've, I've been reading, Boundaries for Leaders by uh, Dr. Henry Cloud, he, he mentions at the very beginning that boundaries are what we create and what we allow. In very simple terms, boundaries are what we create and what we allow and for holding something that matters, it has the potential to grow, to flourish, to develop, to become something else, whether that's the idea of a vision or it's us in the vision or the people whom we are seeking to love and care about from the vision. We, we, we change for what we hold, but we dream for what we hope. That's why I like the asking the, the, the question uh, to, to people, what, what's the message of your heart? Like, what is it that you really want to say to people? What's most important to you? Because what we hold is usually mo- the most meaningful things. How many times have you hoped for something and the only step you took was saying, I wish. And that's all. Like you, you hoped for something, and all you did was ask the question, "Oh, I, if only," or "I, I wish I did this different." I, I wish that this could happen, or I get it, because those are the yearnings of our heart to to want, to will, to wish, to hope for things, but vision isn't something necessarily that's just a dream that we hope for, it's something we hold. It's something that is defined, it's something that's built, it's something that is reflected. The vision we hold together is the vision we change for. And if it actually matters, then it's something that we can lean into, grow into. And it requires us to pause asking, where are we really? And taking the time to pause in the right spaces asking where we are, getting a good picture. Todd Bolsinger in his book, um, The Canoeing the Mountains*, says that vision is about accurately defining reality. And when I think about this progression side of, of what we do in leadership, it, when you deepen capacity, it actually makes the next level harder, not easier. Sometimes people look at individuals in leadership and think, wow, like they can do anything. Maybe they can. Maybe they're pretty incredible people. But when you're in the position, you start to see, wow, how limited I am. You might have a deep capacity, but that next level's hard. If anyone has played Pokemon, knows this, okay? You want to get your Charizard up and ready? You want to get your Squirtle up and ready? It's easy to get to, to level 30 quick, but it's hard to get to level 40 and level 44 and level 50 It's hard to gain that experience. You might have great strength and great capacity, but it actually makes the next level harder, not easier. The the picture that comes to mind with this whole piece about vision is vision, uh, to me, almost sounds like juggling. A number of years ago, I I was um, working uh, at uh, my church as an intern and I realized I, I had no cool talents. Like I just like I've skateboarded for you know 19 years. I've done a few other things. I'm not too bad at that. most things I try. But but I was like, dang, like I I don't know how to back, like backflip. I think that's like really really cool. That if you can do a backflip, you're just like one of the homies. And uh, there was something cool about the idea of like, oh, maybe I should learn how to juggle. And uh, so I start with potatoes, and uh, and then those that. Uh, gross, and then uh, got some, some tennis balls and stuff, and I started learning how to juggle. And I started thinking about how this idea of vision that's defined, built, and reflected is, is kind of like juggling. Um, juggling, you need three balls. Like you need to be able to throw these three things in sequence you need to be a throw and catch it's all about timing it's something that's actionable it, it, it juggling is very physical in the sense like you're moving your body very quick and you're trying to watch the tension that you have and the timing and how high something goes and where's your 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 technique going and how are you um, keeping your arm are you keeping your arms to the side and are you paying attention to the, the weight and, and the power of every single throw it takes practice it's Im- Embodied movement. There's there's this movement called the shower, and I had no idea how to do it. And then one day it clicked. And it wasn't mental, it was embodied. This vision idea is is requires these three pieces to come together. If if you don't have three balls for juggling, it's you're playing catch. And if you only have one, you're just throwing. But but vision is something that's defined. Vision is difficult if we don't pause and ask the question, where are we before we go too far. Vision is built. Vision is broken without responsibility and it needs us to take actual responsibility within the collective asking, looking at ourselves and asking ourselves, uh, am I for the team or am I just getting in people's way? Do I want to be in the crew or not? Do I want to be part of something? And what am I scared of? What am I nervous about? What do I need to learn or relearn? And then visions reflected. It's something that, that should look like the vision. That we should look like the vision. That the reflection of ourselves in the vision should look different than who we look like right now. Then the, that the vision we have is resistible but it's not unattainable. It's something that we hold. It's important. It's meaningful. And it's should reflect a great destination of great change. The vision we hold together is the vision that we change for. So I hope that's helpful. As you think about this, wherever you're at in, in your life or on a team, Consider where, where, have you asked the question, where are we really? And are we going a little too far? Are we making decisions a little too quickly without knowing what's actually where we are? Uh, Are you building something without um, taking responsibility? Because vision's broken without responsibility. And are you actually reflecting some kind of change or is there resistance there? So. Anyways, that's episode three of Lead Bite. One word, lead bite. Got to eat the bite. Like eating a bagel, you know? You just got to eat the leadership bagel, okay? On uh, is vision what you hold? So enjoy your week and uh, keep pursuing.